to you by Primary Complete, one and only, no yeah. doubt, right? Cool I'm loving deal. this weekly par check thing. Man, it's a blast. It's, it's feeling fun. good. Yeah, it's get, gathering some steam, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, hey, it's going to be good. Why do I still hear that? Whoa, whoa, we got a problem. <laughs> oh, playback. Where am I hearing that at? <clears throat> I don't know this guy. Oh, I know where I'm hearing it. Could it be Whoa. Mine? Now I don't hear it. Perfect. Good. That wild feedback. Anyway, Thursday, May 4th. Something specific about May 4th? May the 4th be with you. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> I even did a Star Wars uh, post on the account. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I knew King would be so proud. He would be. Yep. He would be. Yep. <clears throat> Let's so. welcome to the studio, David. If, am I saying it right? Balmer? Yes, that's Balmer. correct. Nice. David I Balmer. killed it. Yes. I nailed it. We will get into what Mr. Balmer is here for. He's got quite an interesting story. And he's a local business owner. And he's a local business owner. Cool. Let's get this uh, housekeeping out of the way so we can get straight to the fun stuff. All right. I'm in. Where, All right. where do you want to start? Uh, you got any water update from Castle Hayne? I do. Great news. Uh, we definitely have water that needs to be tested. And now there's two separate tests in line. So um, Chief Hall... Uh, didn't want to just send one test in and then wonder, like, was it anything? So I fully agree with him. He's sending two different companies. And okay. That way um, you can trust the results and compare the results. Yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah, everybody was really glad to hear about that. And he sent that out yesterday. So that's kind of redundancy. New the, news. Yeah. Yeah, I, like yeah, I felt good. I was like, thank you. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yep. That's probably the first email I've sent that said thank you, like, more than three times in it. Right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah I'd give them a high five. That's what I should have done. Virtual high five. You can still do it. I can still do it. You should. Yeah. There's one of those on the way. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David's like, what's a virtual high five? <laughs> we'll explain that one later. <laughs> yeah. um, other than that, let's see. Local updates from the local 4576. Upcoming events and announcements. Uh, we got the Burned documentary viewing coming up Tuesday, May 9th, 6 p.m. That'll be at Wrightsville Beach Brewing Company. Uh, they need you to RSVP by the 7th for that. Yeah, I feel sure <laughs> hopefully everybody knows what the Burned documentary is about now. It's about PFAST. Uh, I've seen the documentary already one time, had a good conversation. We had a good conversation in episode 77 or 78, mm -hmm. something like that, with the crowd from Isha. So it brought a lot of light into the PFAS situation and what's going on there. So the documentary is is, is super good. Um, it's not all that long, so it shouldn't take too much time out of your evening. Uh, slide by there. I don't know what they're going to do after the viewing, but the viewing itself shouldn't take more than, I don't know, I think the documentary is like 43 minutes or something yeah. like that. So it's not too long. Get on down there. Make sure you RSVP. Go uh, have a few drinks. Watch the Burn documentary. Educate yourself. And yeah, I think they're that. trying to decide... Uh, big room or not as big room. Sure. So the RSVP matters. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, and then let's see <clears throat> here, the annual Michael Stanley Celebration of Life event. That'll be May 13th, 2 p.m. at the Celtic Monkey. Uh, yeah, we do that every year, so that'll be good. Yeah. I yeah. think I have I have something. I'm teaching class or something. I have something going on that day. So I'll be I, there. I won't be able to yeah. make it. Yeah. You can go see Steve live in the flesh. Live. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, another little bit of news out of 13, um, Flowers and I have been preparing that new military vehicle, the LMTV. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, we got all the brackets off, um, doing the hot pressure washing, and that thing's going for paint. 
It's going to look good. It's going to look good sitting in the back of 17 when you get done with it. When y'all get done with it, that'd be great. 100% is never, I'll never see it again. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, Yeah, Buckner was talking about that the other day, or yesterday, as a matter of fact, and he uh, asked him where it was going to go, and he was like, I don't know, I'll probably leave it there. Those boys have busted their ass on that thing. So That's cool. Yeah. It worked good. Yeah, we've been putting in the effort, that's for sure. Well, that's good. About time you did something out there. Well, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so... uh, if y'all checked into episode 80, you know that one of the reasons we're doing the par check is to, you know, kind of have this local community and this uh, build this local community, if you will. It's just primary completes, just kind of being the hub that it all rotates around, bringing folks together. Uh, one of our things was we wanted to talk to any and every local business owner that could get behind our mission, which is making conversation great again. Uh, so today uh, we have a very, very, very special guest in here with us, uh, Mr. David. Uh, Steve gave him a little brief introduction by that. I mean, just your name uh, (laughs) earlier. Um, David, we'll get you going here a little bit about what it is your company does. Uh, David is a combat marine veteran. I said that right? Sure. Perfect. All right. (laughs) Combat marine veteran and owner of Cape Fear T-shirts, which we're grateful that you did that. He's busting out some T-shirts for us right now Mm -hmm. that are... Hopefully going to be uh, ready in time for the first due conference next week. I didn't even mention that. Yeah, they're mention- definitely not going to be ready in time, right, David? I would love to say that they are, but... Just lie yeah, to me. Yeah. Just lie yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just lie to me. Yeah. I'm thinking of that uh, that scene from uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber where he's like, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> One in a million. <laughs> well, hey, if they are... Cool. If they're not, I'm sure they'll get going either way. Um, it's all good. But yeah, we didn't. I didn't mention that the first two conference. That's next week. Uh, the Parchek will probably not be in the studio next week. We might just bust that out from down there at the first two conference while we're down there. That's a great idea. Let's do that. Okay. So we'll be out of the studio. We'll do the Parchek from down there. I feel certain we'll probably have somebody to talk to for mm-hmm. sure. Um, if you're just if you're local to the area, I know the. The conference, if you didn't get a chance to register for it, I know you can slide through the Marriott down there, at least come see the vendor tables, all that. There'll be mm-hmm. a lot of vendors there. Just uh, mingle around there in the lobby area where all that stuff will be going on. Come see us. Come chat with us. Uh, we'll be down there. And you'll probably run into some <clears> familiar <throat> faces and stuff that you've seen on the Internet or any other firefighter forums. There'll be some heavy hitters down there. Yeah, so. tips and tricks and all the good stuff. That's right. So enjoy that. Anyway, back to you, Mr. Uh, David. What in the world made you want to get into the T-shirt industry? Wow. Okay, so I learned how to print T-shirts when I was still in high school because a lot of the bands that I liked, you couldn't just buy one of their shirts. And I was sick and tired of like trying to draw it really good with a marker. Yeah. So I figured out that you could photocopy like an album cover onto a transparency coat a screen with this emulsion stuff, right? This photosensitive chemical, right. Uh-huh. right? Let it dry, right? Attach the transparency to the screen with the emulsion on it, expose it to light, wash it out with a hose, and it made a perfect stencil of exactly what was printed out. Whatever came out of the printer is perfectly made. into, And it was like a, a breakthrough. <laughs> I couldn't believe I could do that. So... It's like discovering fire. Like, <laughs> it was. Yeah. So I I played around with that kind of stuff as a hobby until I was probably 18 or so. 
And then I went in the Marine Corps when I was 19. And I was stationed at Camp Lejeune. Got out of the Marine Corps. Was starting college. I got out of the Marine Corps in 2004. I was starting college. I bumped into an old friend of mine from high school. He was selling polos, like knockoff Ralph Lauren polos yeah. that he was buying from India. Right? So he was buying these in bulk and then selling them as real through eBay. Good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And I told him, I was like, no, dude, I've got a way better idea. That to, a way better way to sell shirts than that. Why don't we screen print T-shirts with cool things on them? Right? Yeah. So we started that. And it it took off. It you know I today I'm not exactly how sure it's I'm I don't know how how well it's doing, but it it probably still exists. It's six dollars shirts dot com. I don't know how they can sell a shirt for six dollars with prices these days. Right. But um, you know I did that for a couple of years and I got out of it because I was burnt out and I I always just <clears throat> like wanted to go to school and like live a normal life. You know. And I'd not, to that point in my life, I'm like now entering my mid 20s and I hadn't done anything normal yet. Right. You know? So I got out of t shirts for a bunch of years, visited through this area in 2019 with my wife. We, my wife is from Colombia. We were living in South America at the time. And I bumped into my friend, my, my buddy Sean, who's a, also a part owner of the business and you know he he was looking at me and he's just like what are you doing living in Colombia you know why don't you come here and start a business you know you can do it I'll help you get started you know and you'll live well right so it was a lot to digest. I'm like, I'm going to move from South America to back to Eastern North Carolina again, which is a place I love. Like, to be honest, I spent 14 years living in South Florida, many, many years living in New England. I wouldn't consider living in either of those places <laughs> ever again. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> here? I would. I did, obviously. Right. Yeah. I like it here. I'm happy here. So it was one of the things that I always liked about being stationed at Camp Lejeune was being in this area. Right. Right. So I decided to uproot my whole family from central Columbia to eastern North Carolina. We got the business up and running. And just like that, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Great timing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Well, I'm assuming you survived through the you survived through the pandemic fairly well. I know we were chit chatting a little bit before uh, before we went live and everything about that, about the struggle uh, that that was, and just trying to drum up business with you know friends and family or whoever you could get. But uh, it's great to hear you survived all that. Thank I'm sure you. it was a struggle. Uh, and it shout still out, is. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out to Sean for bringing my man back. Yeah, 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 no yeah he's the best. <laughs> he's, he's like family to me. His yeah. entire family is like my extended family. I consider. Man, good friends are so important. I agree, yeah. brother. He was our platoon corpsman. Okay. Medic. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what a corpsman is? Yeah. Get exactly. out of here. Yeah. I just learned one more thing today. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you said you were in uh, the Marine Corps 2000 to 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me again, what was that first deployment? The first deployment was shortly, so obviously the date 
range of my service is all around 9-11 and the beginning of the war in Iraq, right? So the first deployment, we did nothing. Some, some of the Marines and sailors from the Marine Expeditionary Unit did get to deploy to Afghanistan, but not very many. Uh, snipers, communications, um, some very basic things that were in need. There was a very low force cap. I think it was something like 16,000 or something like that. It was very, very low at that time. Um, so a force cap would be like what we, as a, our government says, you can't send more than this many. Correct. I got gotcha. you. And this would have been like the spring of 02, right? Um, the, the, the Marine Expeditionary Unit, the, the, the MU, operated a lot off the coast of Yemen, we did a bunch of training in the Horn of Africa, Djibouti, uh, went into Bahrain, uh, spent a lot of time doing gator squares in the Persian, Persian Gulf. Gator squares is just when you st- uh, sail in a rectangle going nowhere forever. Sounds <laughs> um, like a blast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so we went all over the Middle East, and we were quite sidelined and couldn't, couldn't do anything tactically. We couldn't operate, which was yeah. extremely frustrating, right? And then we went back to Camp Lejeune a few months later, redeployed to Kuwait, and then that was OIF-1, which is exactly 20 years ago around this time. And um, uh, we, I, I, I was in 2nd Light Armored Reconnaissance Battalion, and I was an infantry scout. I was a rifleman in the back of a, of a vehicle, basically. Um, at this time, I was a fire team leader. But um, what our unit, the path that our unit took was more, probably a, a little bit hairier than what a lot of, the, not to diminish, you know, what other Marines did, but, and, you know, and soldiers and all services. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but we just, we drew the short straw, you know, and we were, like, we fought at on Nazaria after the uh, Jessica Lynch incident, right? Um, and then again, out like on the outskirts of the city, um, through up throughout this you know region between there and Al Kut, um, we fought in Al Kut. We made it all the way to Tikrit. Went through Baghdad. Did a lot of you know it wasn't it was OIF one, so it wasn't the biggest deal in the world. I understand that. But what our unit got out of it was probably a little bit more than what some of some of the other units got out of it, just because we were with light armored vehicles and we could travel a lot. Right. Right. Um Yeah. So that was that. That position in the back, the rifleman in the back of the vehicle, um uh, is your like <laughs> head on a swivel three sixty or oh, yeah. And, yeah. and you never sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's relatable. Yeah, I was getting ready to say there's a, a bunch of comparisons, <laughs> yeah, like doing relatable. absolutely nothing. Yeah, and yep. then now you're doing something. Right. And the uh, no sleep. Yeah, uh, yep. the fire department uh, is available to you. <laughs> Apparently, you're very familiar with how it goes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, speaking of that, you um, you have made some t-shirts. The whole reason I even found out about your company, which I kind of feel bad, I guess, a little bit about that because I mean. You know, our our district, our little northern part of the county up there is it's not all that it's not all that hectic, I guess you could say. Uh one of the guys who works in my house uh had some t shirts made 
by your company and by mm-hmm. you by your company. Um, mm-hmm. And they turned out fantastic, wonderful. And I was like, hmm. So when we were talking, discussing, <clears throat> getting some shirts made up, uh, I was like, well, let's reach out to this guy. So reached out to you. We appreciate uh, everything you're doing. I know you hear this all the time, but thank you for your service. It means a lot. Um, those four years were pretty. Uh, those were a pretty pretty wild time in that little corner of the world over there. I've got a, a quite a few buddies um, who were around in that time time frame, same time that the war was kicking off and getting after it and that sort of thing. That was a pretty hairy time. That 2003, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. You know that that was a that was a nasty little time. So yeah, thank you for your service. Like I said, I'm sure you've heard it a million sure. times, but yeah, we mean it. Uh, we got a lot of military friends, mm-hmm. uh, so we sh- we. We share the appreciation, myself and Steve. So it's not just Thank another you. comment. Yeah, and if you're thinking about getting shirts or hoodies or hats or anything made, I can tell you that the process, like I walked in, I was like, here's the idea that we're thinking about. So we chatted for, what, five, maybe ten minutes max, sent me a proof, we modified it one time, and then off and running. Like, it was it was easy. And, and, they'll, easy be, and they'll be done within five days. I think and that's what I heard him <laughs> Look, <it's just, laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, totally picking, totally mm-hmm. picking. Now, uh, so reach out to Dave, Cape Fear, T-shirts. What's the best way folks can get uh, in touch with you? Social media, email, what's, what what's you got? Uh, we're all over Instagram at Cape Fear T-shirts, T-shirts. It's it's always that way, T-shirts. Yeah, we'll share it on the on the. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Um, so we'll it, get that out and then all that good stuff. Number one in quality, number one in customer service. Kate Fiertees, Dave's your man. Nice. Hey, thank hey. you guys very much. Yeah, thanks for coming in, man. This has been great. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you all for joining in to the Weekly Park Check. Stay safe. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs>